got a panel of guests from Vancouver Pagan Pride. Now, Pride Day is just around the corner. It's August 13th, and it's at Trout Lake Park. When you Google Trout Lake, you will find us near the East 19th Street entrance to that park. Let's get started, okay? With me today, I have a beautiful panel of pagans. We are just going to chit-chat about all things pagan pride. Now, you guys, can you please introduce yourself so my earbud coven gets to know you? Um, I'm Amanda. Hello. Thank you so much for having us. I am folk practitioner and business owner, shopkeep of magical things. And I've been on the pagan pride committee for uh, about four years, since 2018. And I'm really excited to, to share space with my lovely committee members and you, Joey. My name is Holly, and I am a Wiccan and a witch. I've been practicing probably 20 plus years. <laughs> Times are flying by. Um, and um, I actually, this is my first year on the committee. I'm actually stepping in to help someone who's on that leave. I'm so excited for her. Uh, I've just actually been around the event for uh, quite a long time and so was happy to be able to help uh, this year. Hi, I'm Ian. I've been uh, doing a Druidry booth for a number of years at Pagan Pride when it was in person, trying to get a local uh, group going. And now it's it's sort of forming between Victoria and the, the lower mainland. It's called Dairy Oak Proto Grove right now. We're trying to move up to Grove status. We've been doing uh, Druid rituals throughout the year. Um, we follow a uh, ADF style path. And this year I'll be merchanting some pagan pins, like I've got a goddess pin design and uh, a few others uh, that I think people might like. So I'll be merching those, as well as doing the regular Druidry promotion and helping out at the uh, info booth as well. This is my first year on the committee. Yeah, it's been a fun experience. Great group of people. Hi, I'm Kurt, or Rowan, and uh, this is also my first year on the committee, and uh, I'm also a Druid, although it was slightly different denomination, I think. I'm with uh, Obad, or the Order of Bards, Owits, and Druids. I've been with uh, Pagan Pride for only a handful of years uh, before the pandemic, and then I kind of took a break, and then now I'm actually getting to be part of the committee. So it's really exciting. <laughs> Welcome, you guys. Thank you so much for being here. Now, can you guys tell me more about Pagan Pride? Like, I've been going for years, so I do have a bit of background, and I do love this event, but some of my listeners may never have heard of you guys before. You're an official, like, foundation and I know there's different chapters in different cities, but can you tell me more about it? Like, what is our mission statement? 
So the mission statement for the Pagan Pride Project is to foster pride in the pagan identity through education, activism, charity, and community. So those are our four pillars that we go forward with every year through the project. And that's what every Pagan Pride Project sector or location builds their, builds their event on top of. The major pillars is based on the elements. So air is education, fire is activism, water is charity, earth is community, and the spirit is the community members, the volunteers, and the vendors. So that kind of the heart of the, the project. Huh. I had no idea they corresponded to the elements, but it makes sense, right? Like that's that's our jam, isn't it? In some form or another, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Yeah, and the Higgin Pride Project actually has been around since late 92. Um, and the Vancouver location, it's it started a bit later. It's now celebrating its 24th year, which is very exciting. And I've actually seen it kind of have a different uh, lead for a few times. So Goldie is the, the most current one. And I think she's been doing this for four or five years. So yeah, it's really exciting to kind of see the different ways that um, it kind of evolves too. I actually remember when it started be- in the beginning, it was like we will be in the park still, um, but it was much smaller and it was like a fewer groups. And so it took a while to gain momentum. So it's really, really neat to see that um, kind of evolve and grow. Yeah, um, my uh, my muggle job, I work a lot of weekends, so I'm not able to go every single year, but I've been going for a long time when I can. Like, I remember my boys were really like infants, one of the first pagan primes I went to. So that must be like... 12 or 13 years ago, I guess. And it really has grown. It's so beautiful to see. And what one of the things I love about it is as a like I'm out in the suburbs. So being out in the suburbs, there's so many amazing vendors. Pagan Pride always has the most neat vendors and I get to learn about shops I didn't know about. I get to learn about practitioners, healers I wouldn't usually come in contact with. And then just the energy like you're around people who just get it right like you don't have to explain like oh I'm a Wiccan or I'm a Druid or I'm into fairy like it's so relieving when you're with people who just like get it you know what I mean that's what we hear a lot I think at at the Pagan Pride event is that it's it's a breath of fresh air and also folks that are coming in who um, maybe haven't been exposed to any sort of paganism, they feel safe to ask questions. Like, I'm also a vendor at Pagan Pride, and there are so many people that come up with questions. And I love that so much, because it gives it gives people a really well-rounded opinion or uh, perspective about how everybody is, you know, very individual, but also that we all share the same kind of, um, what, what word am I trying to say? Collective uh, respect for uh, each other and the earth and community. There are so many paths, like I identify as a witch, but that's just one of many. And when we're in the community space of pagan pride, I, I love it because our individuality is maintained. And like you said, Amanda, there's this respect. There's this respect for where everyone is and everyone's path and how everyone came to be on the spiritual path that they are on. 
like, so Ian, you run the Druidry booth, and that's one of the pathways in paganism. So can you talk about what that's like? Like, do we get a lot of, how, how do I say this? Like, just people like totally green, brand new to paganism, like walking up and looking for information? Like, what? Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> there oh, I was gonna say Rowan, do you want to? Rowan? Um. Yeah, it's it's uh, been interesting. Uh, some years I've done um, readings as well as running the Druidry Info, and and it's been a lot of fun meeting new people, uh, talking to them, getting them fired up about what they may be interested in and or seeing a path they could potentially follow. Um, yeah, that's that's about it. I actually found out about Obad through the Druidry booth uh, that Ian Helms, I think, at my first year at Pagan Pride. Like I, I knew they had pamphlets or just something there, and it kind of I, I'd always around for a long time been interested in Druidry, at least vaguely, and then I was able to kind of find a, a sort of resource direction through them. <laughs> so that was really cool. <laughs> Yeah, I tried to have info about both ADF and OBOD. Mm. And so I, I started out with OBOD, to be honest. And then later on, got more connected with ADF as uh, time went by. Wow, I love that. Yeah. I love that story. It's beautiful. And here you are, like, on the committee giving back. And I feel like that's so much about what our whole community is about. Like, once we get our feet wet and are on stable ground then we give back we you know it's that whole reciprocation thing we're all into very very reciprocal yeah the um the ritual mm -hmm. so there's a specific uh timeline that the pagan pride project like the event can happen and it's between Lunasa and and Maybon. So it's supposed to be a harvest event. So that's very much um, the theme for, you know, a harvest ritual would be giving and receiving and that gratitude from, you know, what you've sown. And then you've seen like the, you've reaped a little bit of that reward and then you give back. Huh. I didn't, I didn't know that. Because yeah. August is the beginning of the harvest rituals. It's a harvest ritual. Harvest season. Yeah. 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 I'm learning. Since you mentioned ritual, let's talk about that. So Pagan Pride has open public rituals. I it's actually my favorite part. Like I love love the opening ritual. It is just it is it's just delicious. Like it's a delicious ritual. And Let's talk about that though. There, what's happening that day? What does it look like? What other rituals are happening other than the opening ritual? It's really, it's really fun to see who observes and who steps into the circle to participate. I think that's my favorite part. the The ceremony in the past four years, I believe, it's been Dave, and he has uh, had his uh, co ritual host uh, Garland. They have created a really beautiful container of, of ritual that really encourages everybody to participate as they are. So you don't have to have garb, you don't have to have, you know, ritual tools, you just come as you are and step into the circle if you feel like it. And 
there's a really beautiful charge of energy that, that occurs. That happens between 10 and 10.30. And this year, we're also having a, a heathen ritual that I need to find out a little bit more about. And that one's from 2 to 2.30. So there's two rituals that you can observe and participate in if, if you wish to. And we usually try to have a closing ceremony, but usually it depends on what ends up happening just because it could be a little chaotic when people are like all over the place near the end of the day. Um, but usually there's also a closing ceremony to kind of wrap everything up and kind of close down the energy that was created. And I think it's really going to be really amazing this year because our theme this year is a connecting community, especially since, you know, we haven't been in person It's been kind of chaotic the last couple of years. So it's going to be really, really great to see everyone and actually have that communal um, energy. Yeah. I have a feeling a lot of us are going to need uh, to ground throughout the day because we're going to be so. (laughs) (laughs) So we also have uh, workshops that are happening and seminars. There's one working with ancient grimoires that I'm really excited about and magic in action by uh, Reverend Terry and it's using correspondences in crowds so I'm stoked to learn um, about those I have to have to hope that there's a volunteer available so that I can like post somebody at my (laughs) my table (laughs) so that I can check that out and yeah there's there's so many great workshops and seminars this year. Yeah, same here. I will because I actually would love to meet Reverend Terry. Just as like one of those people that I always kind of admire, and so that that's gonna be really amazing. So I think yeah. I'm in the same boat. I'm like, I hope uh, I can sneak away and actually take that workshop. <laughs> we'll have to sneak together. <laughs> that's right. A lot of us will want to sneak to it. <laughs> you guys are gonna have to form like a committee of like float people who volunteer to not go to seminars so that people can go to seminars. <laughs> you need that somehow. That has been a little bit tricky in previous years. I think that we have we have a little bit more interest this year, but we're please uh, if you're listening and you feel like you want to be involved then absolutely please volunteer it's all up on our website and holly is in charge of the uh volunteer email right now so she'll she'll set you up with something really really amazing for sure and and honestly that um you know you can even commit just an hour or two we definitely will find a place for for you to just spend that time with and i always find volunteering really fun because then you meet new people you end up chatting with them it's great to network with people with the same perspective or even different ones. You can learn something. So I, I promise it will be a fun experience. Doesn't it seem like, at least it seems to me, I've been a reader before at Pagan, Pagan Pride a couple of times and you always get a chance to like fill your own cup. Like there's always this moment where you get to like browse the shops and see everyone and check things out and like sit at other people's booths and catch up and Twitter and like hang out a little bit. There's just this flow to it, this magical way that your cup gets filled and there's always enough time for like everything. Yeah, the magic of that flow. You're right. Yeah. Well, that's sort of one thing I found with doing the Druidry booth for so many years. There's people who identify as being druids or are interested in it, and they'll wander by, and some of them will stick around for a chat and 
you know, very social and very friendly. And it's nice to see other people who you know in the community who you might not run into otherwise. That's huge for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, so we know you guys are super excited for Reverend Terry's stuff and you all want to go to her seminar. What about vendors? Which vendor are you most excited about? What are you looking forward to perusing and buying and checking out? Um, yeah, I just want to clarify, like, that, you know, we're, uh, Reverend Terry actually isn't loco, which is why I'm excited to meet her, because um, other other people I've actually probably met before, and she's one of the few that like, I know about and who I've never met before, which is why I'm ex super excited. <laughs> I can't, I can't express, like, Holly, how excited I am to meet her. So I, I work at Phoenix Rising, the metaphysical store here in Langley. We have events and workshops. And two days before Pagan Pride, she's actually having a candle magic class. And I know, Kurt, I know, I see your eyes. Um, it's so good. And it's actually on, um, yeah, it's on the 11th. So if anybody wants to, to hang out and do some candle magic with an amazing fantastic, super magical practitioner. Definitely check that out. I'm going to check that out now. <laughs> yes, do. she's amazing. I can't, I literally can't tell you enough. <laughs> she's so good. <laughs> Where did she travel here from? She's from Toronto, um, the East Coast. She's originally from New Orleans though. So there's a lot of like, um, she's fantastic. She does beau magique. I can I can send you the link if you want. Yeah, yeah. Do send me that link. I think um I think I'm gonna register for that class. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. See, I've only been I'm comparatively fairly new to the pagan community as a whole, and I've only like very recently heard about this person. But I'm like every time I do, it's just it seems like it's a very prominent presence and someone that everyone really highly respects. So I'm actually very interested in meeting or meeting her. <laughs> Yeah, and also I want to plug Lisa because she's actually been in the community for quite a, quite a while, and I'll be in, I'm interested in her aromatherapy and the energetic system workshop. So looking forward to that as well. Thankfully that they're spread out, so you know there's you know a good chance that we're able to make both workshops. <laughs> well, she has two. Lisa has two workshops this time, right? Yeah, yeah. And now all of this is listed on the website, right? I'm going to have the link in the show notes so anyone listening can head over there. The schedule is listed. The vendors are listed. So you can kind of plan your day, right? Like that way, you know, you're not going to be like booking a healing or a reading at the same time as your most favorite workshop that you don't want to miss or at this time of anything else. So it's all there for everyone. Links again will be in the show notes. And there's readers and healers there, not just vendors. There's all kinds of really amazing practitioners at this event. Yeah, if you go to the website and look under schedule, that's where all the workshops and everything is listed. We've got the schedule all put together and it's already up and available for people to look at. Yeah, and uh, just in case everyone thinks that it's all serious workshops and, and seminar and rituals all day, <laughs> there's actually going to be also um, some really Eastern drumming and dancing. Um, going to be happening throughout the day and people can check that out during that and between that and the vendors this is a really fun day and there's often like a children's workshop isn't there like I know in the past we've had one is there one this year 
not a children um, ritual, but there is a children's corner and they'll have lots of activities. Um, we do ask that, you know, the, the children are accompanied by a adult guardian um, at all times in the, in the kids corner. Um, yeah. But definitely there's activities there. This is a very inclusive family event. So you can bring your kids here. You can come and there'll be stuff for them to do, stuff for little people. They won't just be dragged from booth to booth to booth, rolling their eyes. <laughs> and it's in a beautiful park too. Yeah, it is. It's right, um, it's it's right where the where the playground and the concession, yeah. Yeah. I almost forgot we're doing a little pagan library. So we're we're going to my partner's gonna make a like it's just gonna be a couple shelves, but a few of us are gonna bring some books that we want to donate and it's it's just pick a book and be on your way. So because I know a lot of us in the pagan community, we kind of hoard books. <laughs> um my my bookshelf is always growing. So there's a couple books that are already jumping off the shelves to go into that little area. So I'm really excited about that part. That that is fabulous. Okay, so it's like those little libraries we have, those free libraries, like you can bring a book, you can take a book. So if you're new, you there's some books there for you to take. And like if you're like all of us and you have like this little hoard of books, you can just bring your books and drop them off. Oh my goodness, you guys, this is a fabulous idea. I'm I'm gonna bring some of my books. Yeah. Should we talk about some vendors and whose wares we're really excited to check out? Um, I think that I'm most excited for the vendor Colsto. They are a mixed media artist, but they um deal in bones and skulls and they always have the most beautiful prepared skulls and the the preservation of the skulls are really, um, really important to them. They also do some like etching with glassware and stuff. So there's like lots of really like, like oddity kind of type things. So that's one of the, the vendors that I'm most excited about. Yeah, um, I'm really looking forward to Extra Touch Design because um, they, they make the most amazing tools. Uh, he has these rattles that are like, like, I can't describe how amazing it is. It helps scatter energy when you need it to. It's like, it's brilliant. I've been eyeing them for a couple of years. So I think I might be picking one um, up this year. And I also want to do a personal shout out to Witty Design. So I'm, um, I know, I know her. Um, Tashka and she make these amazing headpieces which I actually already have some from her and it's all lit up and like they're amazing so definitely check out her booth. For me um, it's that headgear that was mentioned just moments ago. Um, I've been intending to get a piece from that vendor for ages <laughs> and this year I think I will be doing that. I think in a similar vein, I'm uh, to Amanda. I'm uh, interested in what's called West Coast Macabre. So very much like the oddities and the uh, skulls and bones aren't like it's just something that I was super curious about last time around. And I'm interested in seeing what they have this year. <laughs> I'm also interested in the skulls and the bones. Now that you mentioned the rattles, I'm going to stop there. I do like a good rattle. But what I really want to check out, Amanda, I was on the website the other night looking at all the vendors 
and I saw your booth. You have some beautiful pieces there. Can you tell me about your booth and what you're going to have with you at Pagan Pride this year? Thank you. Please plug yourself a little, please, please. Everything that we make at Pagan Pride goes directly back into Pagan Pride. And this too, like literally as soon as, like I'll have my kids there too. So they'll be trying to um, (laughs) get money so that they can also purchase all of the amazing things. I think um, the, in 2019, my, one of my youngest kids, they got one of the terrarium insect one, um, insect terrariums from West Coast Macabre. It's one of their like most treasured pieces. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. We really, really enjoy being a vendor at, uh, at Pagan Pride. There's such a, like from now until like the the day of it's a frenzy of getting everything ready and prepared and making sure that we have everything i'm gonna plug amanda a bit more because she didn't plug herself she said a lot of beautiful things but none of it is this is what i'm selling i i would just say she might not have these things on hand but she they also take special requests i've actually got one of her coffin shelves so it's like a coffin shape but it's actually got shelves in it and she kindly actually add a lid to it. So it's actually a coffin shelf box. It's amazing pizza. I love it. She also make these copper torque. Is that how you say it? Um, the troll cores. Yeah. Mm. And They're a uh, protection amulet. Kurt's yeah. getting his. <laughs> yeah. And also she does some bind rune carvings. So Ryan um, is my partner and he is the second half of Heathen Moon and he does all of the woodworking and the etching and carving and things like that. We also make uh, runes, so Elder Futhark and Witches runes. We're also launching a new set of runes at Pagan Pride, so it's going to be very, very exciting. I'm super, super, It's we're going to start releasing some little snippets to um to let everybody know what's coming so on top of what uh, ryan does in woodworking i also do metaphysical services i do bone readings and spell service and sigil witchery and astrology holly do you offer services as well uh no i mean i i've done readings for friends <laughs> um but not not really services in any particular way i just been a long time friend of the event it's funny i'm usually the lat the backup volunteer <laughs> i don't usually volunteer ahead i just like you need something today and i'll go run off and do it um so it's today this time is a bit more um official i guess <laughs> In your introduction, you said that you're filling in in a more official capacity for someone who's on mat leave. How are you finding that role and everything on the committee this year? Oh, it's super fun. Um, I, I've done different kind of volunteer stuff before. I'll, I even plugged this um, Gathering for Life on Earth. That's a pagan retreat that happens every year. And they'll also have a table at Pink Pride. I actually was part of that board of directors for a few years before the pandemic so yeah and passed on to great hands and I was just glad that they allow me to kind of see their ship for a short time so one thing um I wanted to introduce uh being on the committee was a bit better signage I've got a bunch of signs made for the workshop shelter the uh info booth kids zone etc so there'll be a bit easier to find things 
Um, in the past one time they had balloons of different colors on the different, different tents. So you could go by color, but uh, it wasn't well promoted. So I'm hoping people will find, find finding things a bit easier this year. Ian, that's great. I've been at the event before. I tend to get ungrounded and kind of wander around all happy to see everything. And signage can be a real problem. Sometimes I find things late in the day when I wish I would have known about them sooner. So thank you for that. Um, and Ian's modest. He didn't mention the fact that he like majorly revamped our website. Yeah. <laughs> Much, fre much fresher looking and, and mm. there was a lot of, kind of background stuff that needed to happen and so yeah it's really good that it's, it's in a good place now yes but I love doing it <laughs> it shows to, it to give credit to the past a lot of the content was already there I just cleaned it up a bit there were a whole bunch of links that were stale too so I had to fix those what kind of info or what are the main features of the website that people should check out before the event? Okay, there's the schedule for sure. That's huge. It'll be, it's formatted in a way that's accessible by phone. So you can look it up at the event, QR code, or just browse to it. Just go to vancouverpaganpride.ca and then slash schedule for the schedule or look it up in the menu. The, the ever-changing vendors list, it, it's all up there. Just a bit of a history of the, of the event. There's some really good at reading information, too. There's also the uh, participation um, info sheet there, I believe, too. So anybody who's interested in, in joining in for whatever reason, they have all the information they need right there. I'm going to thank you for everyone that gets that QR code and can access everything so easily. I edit my own stuff and I know to get something to look great on a laptop and a phone, that that is a labor of love. So thank you for doing that for our community, Ian. That was a huge goal of mine to get it, uh, to get more of that information out easier. And the nice thing about it is it saves trees. I mean, we've all got phones, most people. Yeah. So why not? Bring us into the 20, 2022 century. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wondering if I can say a little bit about for, for people who are really new and they're kind of curious, just come anyways. I think it's a really gentle introduction to public ritual because it's created in a way that is meant for like as many people as possible. I will say that like one of my earlier public ritual experience was through Pig and Pride and I think it's really great. And it's good because then a lot of people, if they practice a lot on their own, they wouldn't know what a group ritual would feel like. So having that gentle introduction is really important um, and it'll be very helpful so that if they're like, if energy is scrolling and they're not sure, there's actually resources there to kind of help and support you. So, um, you know, it's a great way to dip your toes in. That's a beautiful point, Holly, for anyone out there who's new or seeking. This is a great place to join a community. And there's people in the park that meander over who are just curious muggles who are not pagans at all. So if you are curious and you're not ready to talk to anyone, this is a great place. You can be as wallflowery as you want. You can talk to the volunteers. There's information at all kinds of booths. Please come. 
Yeah. And people are friendly and, and they're very respectful. So if you, you just kind of like, you know, I'm just looking around and you're like, yeah, great. Have fun. And um, yeah. So like whatever level you're able to engage, you're able to do so um, on the day. Um, and, you know, I, I just think that it's a great experience for anyone and welcoming all newcomers and all friends. So um, I do hope people do participate. And I want to thank um, our, our sponsors. So yeah. um, Phoenix, Phoenix Rising Metaphysical Emporium is one of our major sponsors, as well as Ian, plug. Yeah, the Gary yeah. Oak program. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, and also thank you to um, all of our committee members, the community and volunteers and vendors we're so excited to to be back and we can't wait to uh, spend the day with you. So if you're listening, my earbud coven, and this resonates with you, go really please check this out. There are so many good things happening on August 13th at Trout Lake Park at Pagan Pride, Vancouver. I've been talking to the community. I think we really feel this need to come together again. Like we've all been apart and everyone I know is going. I think the energy here is going to be amazing. It's going to be fantastic. I think there's going to be a lot of healing as we come back together and get to see people we haven't seen because, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Like, right. We've just, we've been in our bubbles. Oh, and let me say too, like, it is an outdoor event. So if you're in a place where you have a lot of concerns and you want to wear a mask, you can wear a mask. You have that the protection of being outside on a beautiful sunny day, fingers crossed. So please don't let, just, just come. If you're feeling like it resonates, just, it's going to be great. These people on this committee have been working really hard to create an amazing event for us. You're going to want to be there. Like, 
if Pan just schooled me, I don't I don't want the magic. I'm gonna create in my in my self-care routine with that part. So. Yeah. Fair. Fair. <laughs>